0: The Tablet Show, episode 63, with guest Beth Massey. Recorded live Thursday, November 29th, 2012.
1: From thetabletshow.com, it's The
0: Tablet Show. Conversations about developing software for tablets and other mobile devices with your hosts Carl Franklin and Richard Campbell. In this episode, Carl and Richard talk to Beth Massey about the latest version of Light Switch. This episode of The Tablet Show is sponsored by Telerik, offering the best in developer tools and support. Online at T-E-L-E-R-I-K And now, here are Carl and Richard.
2: Hey,
1: San Diego, it's The Tablet Show! <laughs> They got some strong coffee in California You bet Well, and and we had two waves of food tonight, too Oh, yeah, it was pretty epic We are here at the Nokia Center in San Diego, California yeah. And the staff just loved the fact that we rolled in with our Lumia 920s Oh, yeah, yeah, of
0: course, because we're in the Nokia building That's so right we, Here we are carrying Nokia
1: Beth Massey is here
2: Hey, guys
1: Um, She just did an awesome presentation using uh, Light Switch to create an HTML5 app. Hi, Beth.
2: Hey, how you doing, Carl?
1: Good. But before we talk to Beth, we have a little business to take care of. Right. And it's called Better Know Framework. All right, what do you got? Well, every once in a while, I get this idea that I can actually write audio software. And so I go down a rabbit hole of doing something crazy like a MIDI library or... Uh, You know, controlling volumes on my ASIO multi-channel studio thing, you know, so that I can mute things from across the room with my phone and stuff like that. It's all fun. But um, I always come back to this one library, N-Audio. N-Audio? N-Audio. Okay. N-Audio.codeplex.com. Check this out. It's an open source .NET audio and mini library containing dozens of useful audio-related classes intended to speed development of audio-related utilities in .NET. Been in development since 2002, has grown to include a wide variety of features, while some parts of the library are relatively new and incomplete, more mature features have undergone extensive testing, blah, blah, blah. You can get it with NuGet. So you have, of course, playback and recording, but it also uses uh, WAS API and ASIO and Direct Sound. So it covers wow. like all of the different ways that you can access and it's the just library a.net project at a low level. Yes. That's cool. You can decompress audio from MP3 uh, using ACM or DMO, AIFF, G.711, ADPCM, G.722, Speaks, which is a codec for speech, hmm. SF2 files uh, you can record using WaveIn, in WAS, WASAPI, or ASIO, um, full MIDI, all, all the mixer APIs, like you name it, it's in there. And there's also... Um, Some projects out there A Skype voice changer That modifies your voice With audio effects While talking on Skype That's always fun What could go wrong? Yeah Uh, And Vorbis Which is a full Og Vorbis decoder With support for N-Audio All sorts of stuff Is out there So if you're looking for You know The real low-level audio Tools N-Audio.coplex.com And and basically a
0: sample Of how to use it all
1: Yeah, exactly Now Here's the interesting thing I want to know Well, it support Windows 8. Ah. Turns out they're referencing a whole bunch of Olay stuff, has to run on .NET 2.0, has references to Windows Forms library, all sorts of no-nos for Windows 8. It's all going to land in the desktop mode then. For now, it's all in desktop mode, although, you know, every once in a while, he, the guy's getting bombarded with requests to move it to Windows 8, and he's right. like, yeah, you know, someday, it's not on my priority list, but yeah. somebody else will sit down. Who knows what that means? Yeah, hey, he's a, he's a volunteer. It's complex. Right. You want it on Windows 8? Do it. Right. Yeah. So, it is po- probably possible Mm -hmm. possible but not you can do it carl yeah no you're amazing no 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 but i would really appreciate if some alert listener (laughs) might want (laughs) to take the opportunity to do because i have plenty of ideas yeah yeah uh Mm -hmm. gotta be some challenging bits to that gotta the
0: the way some of those audio codecs work yeah just wonder how available they are instead of well and
1: that's it a lot of the low level apis just aren't available yeah it's gonna gonna be easy yeah so there you go and audio.coplex.com know it learn it love it cool Richard who's talking to us
0: Grabbed a comment Off of the Tablet Show 45 And you may recall This is the one That you and I did together right. Talking about the WinPhone 8 SDK
1: That's before it came out
0: Before it came out That whole kerfuffle That was around that whole thing Kerfuffle I, it love, was that kerfuffle, I yes. love that word It was a kerfuffle I love that word And Derek Schwegel who uh, uh, made a comment He said I heard you mention That the new Nokia maps Had a light and dark version Yeah There seemed to be Some confusion As to why someone Would want that But I immediately Recognized the benefit Of that feature When you are driving At night A dark map Is vastly easier To read and safer to use Absolutely it Brought me back To a few late night Road trips Driving through Wisconsin With a power converter On the floor On the
1: passenger side And a cheese hat On my head Yes
0: A laptop in the seat And a GPS sensor Hanging from the rearview mirror It sounds like the road trip Sounds inside. like us That's
1: right <laughs> (laughs) Except for the cheese hat I added that myself I think we had cheese slippers Yeah, actually, in Wisconsin We did go through Wisconsin We We got some 12-year-old aged cheddar
0: Which was really Unbelievable Yeah Uh, When it's dark out, a laptop puts out quite a bit of light And when you look at the laptop to see what's coming Your eyes get adjusted to the brightness level And then when you turn back at the road Your eyes take another second to adjust
1: this is not ideal No And you should be driving <laughs> You're That's driving my first and You're looking at a
0: laptop <laughs> What could go wrong? Uh, streets and trips Had a night driving mode That would use a black background And other colors To dramatically reduce The brightness of the screen This made a huge difference Being able to see Past the laptop And then the other lane Beside me yeah. Being able to look Back and forth at The map in the row Without having my eyes adjusting yep. It was always amazing How this feature Escaped most mobile mapping tools That I've used And I'm glad to see it return Nice job, Nokia. Nice job,
1: Nokia. Yeah. Let's hear for Nokia. <laughs> Woo-hoo.
0: Uh, Derek, we agree. Those guys at Nokia are amazing. Yeah. And so I'm going to fire a tablet show mug off to you. Just send me your address. And if you'd like a tablet show mug, just write a comment on the site at thetabletshow.com.
1: And you know, uh, just before we go on, we've been amazed at the quality of the camera on the Nokia uh, the Lumia 920. 920 holy man and i didn't realize this but we were out at an outside bar last night and somebody used my phone to take a picture and it looked like it was taken in the middle of the day and this is with no flash now the flash did go on so it could focus and i don't know what magic it did with the timing of the flash but it looked like sunlight it was it's such it was an amazing real life. It was brighter than real life, and everything was crystal clear. And this is without a flash at night, which is when most you know phones come out for pictures is at night, right? So, uh, also the video camera has an incredible stabilization. It looks like it's on a tripod. If you're just holding it, it looks like it's on a tripod. And if you're moving it, it looks like it's on a dolly. It's amazing. So anyway, plug for Nokia 920. Exactly. They should be a sponsor. They should be. Just saying. Beth Massey is here.
2: Hey, guys. How you doing?
1: Yeah. Light switch that makes HTML websites and services. Wow. Love it. Wow.
2: Yeah, me too. Yeah, we just released Preview 2 on the 12th, so like last week, two weeks ago. So
1: So one thing that I was really digging about your talk and, and what's... Hitting home is that, of course, a website is two parts. You know, it's the client side and it's the server side, and you can use Lightswitch to publish the services right. that any app can use, not just right. an HTML5 app, but a Windows Store app or a Windows Phone app or an iPhone app, or if you want to make calls into those services from any UI.
2: Yeah, actually, we did put a lot of work in uh, Visual Studio 2012 Rtm. What you get in the box uh, for Lightswitch. We put a lot of work into the middle tier services that, for that version. Um, we moved everything to OData open data services. So what you're really building with the light switch middle tier is a set of open services that any client can call. Um, it, you know, it, it can be Windows 8. It sure. Can, there's tons of libraries on OData.org.
1: So I guess if you return IQueryable, then you can just pass in, you know, do, uh, dollar sign filter equals exactly. whatever on the URL. Right. And you can go to town with.
2: Yeah, there's a whole query language. We support the full, you know, set of queries. Um, and you know, because Switch is all about CRUD, and that's OData is all about you know restful CRUD basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: you know? that's, um, I love our terms. <laughs> in this business it makes dinner table conversation really great, is not it, <laughs> honey? I did some restful CRUD today. Yeah, great. Oh, like that's great. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Um, yeah CRUD so all day. CRUD all day. Boy, Boy am I yeah, arms yeah, we really tired.
2: We t- <laughs> really put a lot of, of effort in, <laughs> in that restful. version for that. Yeah. Rest, right? And then, and then, of course, the Azure publishing with the Azure websites right. and just being able to. Easily host those services is really big and I, too.
0: I definitely most people It occurs to a lot of folks but you Don't have to use a light switch client At that point the way you've exposed all of that Pretty much anybody could build a client that would communicate with it.
2: We actually uh, have service-only publishing. Oh, really? You click a a different radio button. You want to deploy the whole app or just the service. Wow. So now if you don't want the client part, you just want a service like you're going to build some other platform, then yeah. Talk about a wicked
0: way to prototype services quickly.
2: Well, you can like aggregate services, Mm -hmm. aggregate data sources, write business rules and, and, and access permissions around it. Quickly quickly. That's the idea. Because it's do cuz Lightswitch does all the plumbing mm-hmm. and creating of the services. Like uh, you know, some users might not even realize they're creating data services if they're just creating a desktop app and that's fine. Sure. Cuz we still support two-tier publishing, believe it or not. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, client server, you want to do that? Go for it. No problem. Yeah, no problem. But, you know, obviously, you know, it's it, it's uh, logically end tier. Okay. So, and then that means you can physically deploy it in any configuration. And really so
1: when to. you push the button to deploy to Azure, are you are do you end up with a a web API MVC4? You basic, end up with like,
2: an O data service. Okay. So you okay. end up with open data service. So you, which brings me to my other point. Good mm-hmm. question it, about web API is for the preview, for the HTML client preview too, we actually wanted to go even further and open up the server context itself. Right. So instead of just providing open data services, we actually wanted to allow other people to really c- be able to code on the server side against the light switch m- model itself so a web api would be something that you could do you could go ahead and then expose you know web api you know so on if
1: the you want a side. json or whatever you, on exactly. the
2: client actually you could still do json via odata odata will still return oh, okay via JSON. so
1: now when you say odata you're not just you're not just returning you know a get all as i queryable a collection of that you're you're actually f- implementing the full odata stack
2: that's correct yeah.
1: Yeah, that's great.
2: So, you know, so if you, so, and actually, Light Switch never returns everything. It's, you configure it on your queries. It's sure. like 45, I think, 45 rows of data. Oh, that's people. good. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. really
1: good because yeah. anything more than that, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
2: And it's all asynchronous already. You don't need to know asynchronous Fantastic. programming to do all that stuff. Um, so, so, and so with the addition of the HTML client, that was a big ask, right? Sure. Um, you know, Obviously, you know, um there are still huge information systems that may need to be on the desktop, you know, need to interact with, you know, com automation and that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. right? They need to be there. But we're seeing more and more, obviously, especially in the enterprises where, you know, it's that consumerization of IT, right? Where mm-hmm. people are just bringing these devices in and and demanding IT, let them use them. Yeah. Um, and so, what's ha- it's affecting the developer side of the house too? It's like
0: well, you can't deploy those machines; they're right. not our machines, being the enterprise, they're, right? They're and personal machines.
2: They want to use their device anywhere, and these devices are all types of devices. Okay, so yeah. with Lights, which it was important for us to to really go after the the common denominator. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, with HTML five and JavaScript as our first, you know, take at this. So, so, so it's you say f- more of a companion application. You can think of it to the desktop i can
1: I can see uh, you going all the way to creating a view model in C sharp you know so that could hook up to WPF or Silverlight or a Windows uh, phone or Windows eight. App wouldn't that be cool? Yeah, I mean, I mean I could what's, see that what's really
2: happening under the hood with the HTML client is—is is, you know, um, we're doing a lot of work for you, obviously. Yeah. Um, and the team has been really, really responsive to feedback because there's so many different devices. Sure. We have a lot of devices that we test with, but sure. there's so many different different devices out there. We're really asking people to like, okay, is this working? Is we're using jQuery Mobile yep. like at the core. Okay. Um, you know, we have our own libraries on JavaScript libraries on top of that on and the Knockout side. too. Um, don't think, no, we have our own. You have your own. I'm, I'm not going to speak for the total yeah, yeah, details okay. right. of the data sure. binding model. I, I'm pretty sure it's our own on top okay. of that. But, um, we did want to make sure that we were going to be able to run on, you know, many mobile devices. Right. So jQuery mobile was pretty much mainstream when it comes to that. Right. Um, we actually had an interesting problem. and I'm not a web developer. I, I, I don't come from a web mm. developer background. Um, I come from a very, you know, desktop, you know, app background. And so, like, Light Switch actually taught me some Silverlight when I had to do some Silverlight programming, custom right. controls yeah. and stuff. I didn't have to learn all of it. I didn't want yeah. to. Um, and and now it's teaching me just enough JavaScript to be dangerous, kind of thing, you know? <laughs> right. Like, you know, now I know how to, like, custom, write a custom control in JavaScript mm-hmm. and, and, you know, know how to kind of work jQuery. I really mm. have not been doing web development at all. And, and that's really where... And, you know, SharePoint development now is web development, right. really, right? Yeah. And so we've added the ability for Light Switch apps to be deployed into SharePoint. No now kidding, as well. nice. And they become SharePoint apps because you've
0: always been a consumer of SharePoint lists too. I think that was one of the very yes. first things you did, we
2: can, which we can still do. But mm-hmm. now we can deploy directly into SharePoint, become you know basically auto-hosted or provider-hosted, n- the new app model for SharePoint. And you, so that means that like so, a lot of businesses run SharePoint as a portal for all of their applications, right? right? And so LightSwitch. Air light switch up would just light up inside of the, you know, the little tiles that you click on, and it would load and it would and it would stall. And then you can like Actually work with SharePoint, you know, the website, mm-hmm. the context, you know, too. So there's a little bit more, you know, and it uses a lot of awareness
0: that you're SharePoint. It has SharePoint. awareness
2: because now it's using OAuth to do the authentication because right. really, like, LightSwitch does the, the, the ASP.NET, you know, provider model, like mm-hmm. forms and windows off. But when you go into SharePoint, you want SharePoint to be the authentication tool. The authentication, the, the tool. authentication yeah. tool, right? So one thing
1: that I really nice. liked about your demo is you resize the browser, you know, to different in it. Responsive UI was just right there.
2: That's really what we're trying to do. We're trying to make it so that, like, look, we don't want you to have to mess around with this. You know, there's a lot of going to be more controls as, as we get going, you know, and, and it's a little further. And that screen
1: that you showed that with the tiles. Yeah. It it looked, dare I say, Metro like.
2: (laughs) Well, it wasn't there in preview one. If the the folks that are listening, that was, you know, "Ah, I gave up on preview one. Uh Preview one was a a VHD that you had to download. Oh, wow. We really did not want to spend time on setup. Friend. Okay. We wanted to focus you on some scenarios and give us feedback early. And so second, you know, our second version is just, you know, web platform installer. It's on top of Visual Studio RTM. A lot more people are downloading it. Um, so, and it's part of the Office and SharePoint tool preview too. Okay. Hmm. So if, so basically we went to SharePoint conference was like last week. Yeah. We had a lot of talks on, you know, the new, you know, Napa tools and Office and SharePoint tools. Light Switch is one of those talks, so we actually had SharePoint developers, you know, Coming in well, Who's that's, a SharePoint developer here You know There's usually not too many That hang out With the .NET you crowd You think that's really Yeah, a market <laughs> <though>. yeah <laughs> really I see no not. hands out right, there no hands You Was got a few a smiles I think everybody's Sort
0: of looking around Who do we kill <laughs> uh, SharePoint
2: Right It's like Newman You know so. isn't, that where,
0: <laughs> yeah. isn't that where Good developers go to die <laughs> Well Hello uh, you know, SharePoint it's, it's interesting
2: There are a lot of SharePoint developers Well there's
0: there. a lot of Money yeah. there I mean it's yeah. be a tremendous Amount of work In that
1: space But that's where you see Your market is right With is the Office and SharePoint developer? Maybe. Well,
2: part of it. I mean, we yeah. wanted to make sure. Basically, we're getting we were getting asked by those guys right. about LightSwitch. I really want to use LightSwitch, but you know, how do I deploy it into SharePoint? Right. And how do I use the security model? And that was tough. Well, what know? about so the really the SharePoint that.
0: cloud offering?
2: So, and uh, yes, it actually right now Preview Two only works with Office three sixty five. Oh, okay. Right? Be- SharePoint twenty thirteen. Because I know a lot of SharePoint developers yeah. are
0: very frustrated with the Office three sixty five SharePoint implementation because. Mm-hmm. They've got legacy code that isn't yeah. going to run up there.
2: Yeah, well, Light Switch is targeting the new app model, so okay. it would be Office 365 or SharePoint 2013 nice. that you'd need to deploy it to. So it 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 makes things a lot easier.
0: It's right at the beginning. Yeah, and I mean, you have mentioned that you've tested on multiple browsers.
2: Yes, so, and devices. Yeah, yes. so
0: it's, I mean, in the end, there it's a different version of browsers for the different yes. devices. I mean, yeah. Uh, so you've done some Android. Obviously, you've done all the WebKit stuff. That's easy. It's just, I imagine there's got to be a few custom configurations out there you haven't tried.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's mean. We don't have, we don't have access to every single device in the world. Um, you know, you're just (laughs) a small team inside Microsoft. Yeah. Uh, but we definitely, we've definitely tested it on all the mainstream stuff. Um, And the
0: whole point here is I build a client in HTML5 and it works on every device. Every that, form every factor,
2: modern device that supports JavaScript, and, right. and,
0: and that, but that, you know. So if I'm down in the little phone form factor, it's resized stuff properly. Yes. And when I'm on my gigantic, you know, 30 inch display, it's to a it, point. Yeah. I mean,
2: you can you. I didn't show it, but you can go into the properties and you can tweak the exact size you want of the tile and yeah. that kind of stuff. And so how you, far you want and to you go? Could, you, know, you so you could theoretically be targeting just certain devices or certain form factors. Okay. Yeah.
1: This portion of the Tablet Show is brought to you by our good friends at Telerik. Hey, can you ever have too many free tools to complement your development skills? I didn't think so. So our friends at Telerik are giving you now more than 30 free products for application development, automated testing, agile project management, and content management. And we're talking free-free. Not a trial, not a demo, but free, complete products supported by a community of over 440,000 developers At Telerik forums. From free ASP.NET Ajax, ASP.NET MVC, and Silverlight controls, to the free ORM solution and automated testing framework, to free agile management tools and content management systems, all of these and more are available to you for immediate download at Telerik.com free stuff. Most of the free products can be used for commercial purposes and give you access to supplemental support resources such as documentation and forms. Go to Telerik.com slash free stuff now and take full advantage of the available free of charge products. And don't forget to thank them for supporting the tablet show. Could you phone gapify these apps? Is that a word? (laughs) Are you gapifying again? I'm creatifying a new word.
2: (laughs) That's a good question. I haven't haven't played with phone gaps.
1: Well, in the end, you just generate an HTML app, right? right? Yeah. It's an interesting idea. Well, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, PhoneGap is the way that you can draw, make HTML apps turn into native apps on the phones—Android, iOS, Windows How Phone. How does
2: PhoneGap work? Does it have to? You have to have a specific so library? So here's you here's this here's
1: a great uh, thing. You remember in VB when we had the web browser control in yeah. a form? That's exactly what PhoneGap is. Oh, okay. So it's a it's a native wrapper. Around a web browser control, essentially, and it is the web, web browser passes, of that device. It's a web browser of that device, and it passes hooks into the system so that you can get access to the accelerometer and the blah 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 I and see. this sensor and that sensor.
2: Well, you know, and, the, uh, we did we definitely went with an, a, a different approach to extensibility and customization with the HTML uh-huh. client. Um, with silver with the Silverlight client, um, we were building full blown extensions, custom custom controls, and Silverlight and full blown extensions, and we realized that. That doesn't kind of quite fly with the web developers of the world mm-hmm. just you know JavaScript download some code off the internet take it off the sure. internet and plug it into my my app so we wanted to make sure that we had um, the ability to do that so for instance, you can write your own custom control, your own JavaScript. We even have a, an MVP who's who's dabbled in TypeScript and wrote some TypeScript that works with you know the the output of that wow. than working with LightSwitch.
1: Cool. Right? So, so you, you're not closed.
2: We're not closed like that anymore. And we're, wasn't we're that just, one of
1: the when it was the common uh, complaints about the Silverlight app is it's a black box, right?
2: Well, writing an extension, it's it's a Visual Studio V6 extension. Yes. Right. right. It's a different it's a different beast. Okay. Yep. That's that's really when you want to start customizing the development environment too. Sure. You wanna mm-hmm. to write, you know, you know, those business types and you know, we have you know templates for getting you started to do those things. But really what we we, we just didn't wanna to have to write light switch specific JavaScript and controls. Yeah. It didn't really make sense. Doesn't we make sense. you know it's such an open, you know, market yep. Yep. on the internet. We wanted to make sure we played well that way. And
0: it sounds like, you know, one of the questions you gotta have if you're already involved in light switches, can I take my silver light deployed app and flip it to HTML5? like so that really speaks to me about what about feature parity.
2: Yeah, um so if you want to think about it a little differently because for instance there's no heavy like you're not thinking about super heavy duty data entry like these grids and drop downs right. and and fitting a lot of data on a screen is mm-hmm. really the bread and butter of the the desktop app. Right. Um so so the, so we took a different approach with the HTML mm-hmm. and we really that's why you see you only see three screen templates right now. We'll right. probably be adding more, but there's more about viewing the content first mm-hmm. and editing second, right. secondary, mm-hmm. making small changes, smaller change set of sets of changes, that kind of thing. It's just still enough data on a screen that fit on a tablet, for instance. Sure, but you're probably not, you know, you, you you're not doing. It's not mouse and keyboard optimized. Right. Mm-hmm. that's the desktop client. That's mouse and keyboard optimized. Right, um, that's not to. That's where we are today. Mm-hmm. That's not to say, you know, I'm going to... So I think you just answered out.
1: my next question, which yeah. was taking um, uh, an app that was built in a previous version of Light Switch, pulling it into the new one, flipping it over to uh, a web client. Well, is you that can, possible? you are
2: reusing all of your entities, all of your business rules, all of that. So,
1: But you have to recreate your you screens. You just have
2: to recreate the screens. So okay. you have to think about, you know, the new workflow that you what want. But as it and
1: turns out, the screens are easy to create.
0: Right, the yeah. screen
2: templates and... you. Know. And, and you and, also
1: get...
0: That responsive web design thing, which you're not going to get in in a Silverlight client.
2: Well, right. I mean, I'm not. I'm not going to knock the Silverlight client. has a lot of extensions. Sure. I mean, we've got over a hundred extensions available. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Component One. You know, is a sponsor, and they actually have mm. some pretty amazing um, Light Switch specific extensions for doing all kinds of data visualization and stuff. So cool. There's a lot of cool, and there's a lot of there's a huge market of Silverlight controls out there right sure. now. Sure. Right. So that's not to say you know uh, minimize that that community at all. No. But it's just that the web community is so much greater and larger than Huge. But it's, also, .net, but it's also
0: different. I mean, I appreciate that you're doing the things that people think about on the web, right. like this mobile solution. Right, mm-hmm. right. Because you can't deploy Silverlight to most phones.
2: Absolutely. That's so exactly you just don't right. have that option. That's exactly why we decided, you know, a lot of people have asked us, well, why didn't we do a you know, Windows 8 client? And we really had looked at the market and yep. the enterprises and what are, you know, the business users using mm-hmm. in their hands today. Right. Okay. We really wanted to target those first.
0: And I, I presume it's going to work in IE 10 on Win 8 as well. It actually
2: works really well okay. in, in
0: IE 10, yeah. That would be
1: good.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so
1: let's talk about what you did in the demo whereas you, you first created your own models and your own entities, and then you said, oh, well, I want to go and consume this OData feed that has similar data. Um, It was job data. Mm -hmm. And so we have this OData feed that has some job postings, but obviously the fields and the objects have different names and you have to do some mapping. Right. But you were able to just hook up those mapping, one-to-one maps. Right pretty easily.
2: Yeah, I mean it's all about knowing data and data modeling. Um so the one I think the one prerequisite of picking up Light Switch is to just know your data. Um yeah. you know, if you can't, you know, if you don't understand tables and relationships then you're probably going to build a crappy app anyways, sure. you know. So um so as long as you have that background, um you know, it's a really easy like it's a really easy tool to just get started within .net. If you're not a .net developer and you just kind of want an entry way of do building a business app, you know, and getting it's a, it into Azure—it's a you gateway know, drug. <laughs> it's a gateway drug. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, I just think you've got an interesting set of combinations here now because the Azure thing's always been a, a good strength. Yeah. But now this approach to going at mobile, right? Uh, it, any, I mean, I guess you don't need it at this point. Is there any reason to use Azure Mobile Services?
2: Um, you know, we are not. Yeah. You know, we are not using mobile services. Uh, it's just literally just the data, oh, data services right. and, and the HTML yeah, There's just no client. need for you yeah. to do that. That's, we just, the route we took was a little bit more open that way.
0: Well, and giving the funny part here is one of the reasons to use mobile services is you don't want to decompose the data. It's very easy to go, here, store this. Right. But when I've got a tool that does that for me. Right. Right. You know, well and, and it's still, it's the same effort for me just store this.
2: Think about Lightswitch it's it's bread and butter as data but it's aggregating data sources you already have in the enterprise and a lot right. of those are legacy databases. You know we did some work you know to, to enable um, basically we, you able know, to create virtual relationships within a same container to SQL databases and, and database data sources. Mm-hmm. Some of these database data sources are don't have referential integrity in them. They're right, just right. you know just and a bunch of query you know how to write a SQL query and you got to call that stored procedure. To get the results set and that kind of thing, right? So we wanted to make sure that they had support for those legacy databases by, like literally lights, which helps you map those that data and make make sense of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, it's not like complete greenfield development. Sometimes you're really you know, well, it's
0: almost never greenfield development. Well, you know, right? not when
2: you're working with databases. No, you've you
0: got know. a bunch of backend data and you have to live with it. You yeah. can't alter it. Yeah. So what if? Yeah. yeah.
1: So here's just to throw another monkey wrench. In, what if we've got some data in Mongo or RavenDB? you know, some document-based non-relational database.
2: Yeah, I mean, the, basically, like, if there is a way to write a RIA service around that or there is already a data provider for that, for Entity Framework, yep. then LightSwitch can work with it, okay. no problem.
0: And, uh, and what are the choices? I mean, an Entity Framework provider? and Any, and,
2: any if, Entity Framework provider. If it's spitting
0: provider, out data at, at any... Or any O data
2: source or any RIA service right. or SharePoint 2010-2013 data, like data, list data. List data. Yeah. Okay. Because so, it's actually using OData too. Under but
0: that's the, all the sources that we can consider. Yeah,
2: and which is a lot. Uh, and then RSS buses, I'm going to plug them because they have a huge amount of data providers mm-hmm. um, that go into other stuff. You know, Facebook and Twitter and all, sure. all sorts. And SAP is you know, got, I think, an OData service now that hmm. they've got into their product. You know, I'm working, working with them on some stuff, which is pretty interesting. We're really, like, you know, really taking a look at, like, what are enterprises' needs, you know, and really kind of moving light switch towards, you know, not just the departmental application, but really like, you know, part of the whole connected applications right. that we're talking and about. And I need a couple of bits that.
0: of data from my ERP system. Right. I need a couple of bits of data from From
2: SAP, yeah, From SAP, you know, whatever. They, you know, and, and that kind of thing, and, and making sense of data. Yeah. You know. Well,
0: it's, it's a, you've made a mashup tool.
2: Basically. It's a data mashup tool. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is. <laughs>
0: well, then you get into, I mean, just thinking about how much stuff that's external is available Oh, data, all of the U.S. Census data. Right. Like, all, all of the the as your data. data market Yeah right? that, that yeah. data market yeah. Just a tremendous Amount of information there, That you can start Tying into right. your work
2: Well I have a sample The Contoso Construction app Is my mm-hmm. you know Sample that I wrote And I keep adding On to it And one of the things I did is I brought In crime data So you could see What's their chances Of getting hurt On a construction project You know, oh. that kind of thing And that all comes From <laughs> the data market Yeah you know so well, I'm
1: gonna go build uh, <laughs> go the sidewalk today What are my chances Of getting What my chances Of, of dying hard? in Mona Creek Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: You know I just Thought it was fun But um, there's a lot Of there's a a lot of stuff that you can do. Data market has a lot of data in there, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's it's and applications now actually.
1: And for those who uh, haven't visited OData in a while, can you also uh, propagate or persist data through OData? Can you save, Absolutely. and update and Absolutely, do the whole yeah. CRUD yes. stack? Yes. Mm-hmm. So
2: I showed today it was a it was a not the service that I own, so it was read only, but right. um, the light switch services that are created from that are their they're all updatable
1: mm-hmm. and they're as long as you have permission with you know. OAuth or anything else. Yeah,
2: exactly. So you have to have permissions set, you know, like you have to be allowed to do that. And so if you, you wanted to use
1: Facebook to authorize the user, like let them authorize with OAuth using their Facebook account, you, you could do that. <laughs>
2: Light Switch, like just a plain old HTML app right now, we're just supporting Windows and Forms authentication, but okay. that is something we would we could look I at. I thought you
1: mentioned OAuth OAuth
2: with, share, with respect to SharePoint. Oh, SharePoint. So it's doing all of okay. that for you under right. the hood. It's communicating with SharePoint for you okay. when you Got deploy it. to SharePoint.
0: So that's that's the new authentication strategy you've implemented. Yeah. There's others to come up. You, so. you
2: can create your own membership providers. There's you know, that kind of thing. So you um, could stick federate. a rapper. You could. Yeah. You could do it.
0: Or I can wait for you to do it, because yeah. I bet you will. I bet you will. I bet you will. <laughs> Because so, you're on preview two right now. Preview two. So when are you shipping? <laughs> <laughs> nice is that is directly to laughter, just <laughs> you like that, silly boy. Yeah.
1: You, you can't. ask I was going to see if you were going to blurt it out.
0: I was. I can ask. <laughs> you just don't Even answer right. it. I'm perfectly comfortable having you answer career limiting questions. <laughs> Absolutely. That makes me. I uh,
2: job openings. <laughs> is nice. <for> yeah. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. You have an app to figure
1: that out. In fact, I think
2: you applied for I one. Know, so Hold on. I got to apply for a job. <laughs>
1: Oh, uh, are,
0: so, what can we do? Talk about in terms of you know, is there a particular time horizon? Are we expecting another preview? Where are we?
2: So, really, right now, are, we really want feedback on preview too. Right. So, we so you put it out, out there for go. people
0: to try it yeah. on, and then come back to you and say, "I like we, it." I we don't
2: started like it. early on purpose. You know, it's like, right. um, you know, we're tr- we're trying to like. Get this thing out as fast as possible. But we want to make sure it's valuable at the same time. So, you know, that's, we're actually having great discussions in our forums. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, msdung.com slash light switch. You can head there and get the preview and talk to us in the forums and, you know, tell us everything you want us to know about, you know, your particular device and why this isn't working and why you need it to or whatever. And so, I mean, that's a way
0: to get feedback on specific devices. But, you know, I've also seen there was a lot of changes between preview one and preview two. And it seems like how much of that was feedback driven?
2: Um, a lot, a lot of it was feedback driven. I mean, I mean, a lot of it was just like, Feedback that we've had for, you know, our last right. cycle too, like, like particularly the SharePoint deployment. Yeah. That was just been something that, you know, has been kind of like, we need to do this yes. for a while.
0: And so. it may not have been ready for preview one, but it was ready for preview two. Now it's there and you can start of see what it looks like.
2: Well, work. actually, we were just kind of waiting for, you know, all of the, you know, office, you know, just kind well, of right. RTM. We had to wait, you know, until well, the and you platforms said that are ready. It's for
0: SharePoint 2013. 2013 so right. it had to be pretty close to baked before you exactly. could to push it out even exactly. as a preview.
2: Exactly. I mean, we actually had to, you know, wait till Office 365, you know, was done. upgraded and done yeah. to RTM, you know, before we released the tools. So
1: have you heard a lot of great customer stories? I mean, you probably heard our show that we did with Dr. Ingve Yes, Eater. That was yeah. awesome. He's doctor who uses Light Switch to basically run his company. You know, he, he's a doctor but he's a programmer in his spare time.
2: Yeah. You know, and that's what I think is so interesting with the community. Um there's such a wide range of, of skill levels, you know. I, mean, it, I guess skill level is skills skill levels in development. Yeah.
0: Because yeah. hey, there's all you, types d- of skill levels I mean, but you like, do need some development skills.
2: You need okay, some this is not, development uh, skills.
0: You know, I've never, I, I've just learned how to use a mouse. Let's no, go build right, software. Right, right,
2: right. This is, it's, 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 it's more than your SharePoint user. Yeah. Right. Sure. It's, it's definitely, uh, you know, it, it has to be somebody that can write some snippets of code, or at right. least find code on the internet right. and get it in there, and, and, and
0: thinks that way, and like it sort that of that way. That and knows the data in the domain, and knows
2: data. Know? So yeah, a lot of people know data, though, mm-hmm. believe it or not, and like especially uh, people that can use Excel way better than me. Right. You know, know data. So, you well, know,
0: and like, and, the, and we are talking about stuff that can be learned. I mean, that's what what um, the doctor was talking about was. I was just trying to solve this problem and it meant I needed to learn, you know, this much more. And once I learned that, I could solve this problem. And then I was able to take on the next problem and, you know, sort of build up a skill set.
2: But he didn't have to start with learning, you know, WCF data services, right? You know what I mean? That's the thing. It's like he didn't want, I don't want to have to bother with that, right?
0: You know, I mean, even even as a developer,
2: I don't really want to bother with that sometimes.
1: (laughs) Skipping algebra, going right to calculus. (laughs) Right, exactly, (laughs) you know?
2: Exactly. So it's, it, that was a great show, by the way.
1: Thanks. Does anybody have any questions for Beth? We have a question from the audience.
3: Um, so, kind of a comment and a question. So, Microsoft moves really quickly with technology. So, when we when I invest in building uh, database or service driven applications no, in a in a in a quick way, clients really like that because you can build screens and you can build out databases and you can do mashups and it gets them to their goal faster. And you really hope that those applications last. So. Five years from now, will Light Switch be something I can still fire up? What will be the, the software type? Will, will I have to keep Light Switch in a safe somewhere? Because cause I've been building these apps, doing database-driven apps for 10 years, and a lot of them still run. And clients will call back, and they'll need little updates. and
0: Stuff doesn't go away.
3: Right. Yeah, so it's great that Microsoft can innovate this way, but I've lost a little bit of confidence the way Silverlight took a left turn, and you're still working with it. So... What's the future of Lightswitch, and how can we make sure, if, if that is the IDE, that it'll be around?
2: That's a great question. So, um, Lightswitch Switch is, was released as a specific separate version in uh, 2011, July 2011, of Visual Studio, in mm-hmm. the Visual Studio family. We are now in the Visual Studio box, or what we call on the train. Okay? Right. So, now it's going to be part of Visual Studio. So, how long has Visual Studio been around?
0: Right. Yeah, it's you got that's a big long Studio. commitment.
2: So it has a long, we have a very long commitment that way because we're in the box in Visual Studio. Um, and, you know, I mean, to your point, like, the, yeah, Silverlight, you know, the, that platform may not, you know, be around in 20 years, but your application will still run. Yeah, it's you not know, like it's um, so
0: spontaneously break. We don't know. You've, I mean, Microsoft's not actually said whether there'll be another version of Silverlight or not.
2: Right. And they only t-
0: said, "Here's our commitment to supporting the current version," which right. I think is ten years. Ten years, so that you can get PSS support from it. Right. Well, it still right. doesn't it's going to. you has. have
1: today. HTML and JavaScript aren't going away anytime soon. I don't think. Well, maybe they are. Well, but if they are, we all have bigger this problems. This web thing's
0: just a fad, you know. <laughs> it will. It will pass. Well, yeah. how
2: many VB6 applications are out there still running, and they're still supported yeah. even on Windows 8? The, the VB6 R T M or runtime is, is supported still on Windows 8.
0: on Windows. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. And and many of them have backends that are SQL, right. and so can be gotten at any number of ways, whether you want to go through the old app or not. Right. Even if they're MDF, they're Access. You right. Know? That's, that's I mean, my
2: way. your question is a little bit broader in, in in a in a sense. You're actually kind of asking why should I use like a framework and a development environment you know at all period cuz that's what light switch is you know Right. So you kind of, you know, you're, you're, you might have gotten bitten by a framework before and, or something like that. I have. I, you know, um,
1: well, I think the question is, can we trust you? Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. That's can really the me? question.
2: Yeah. So it's built into Visual Studio. I mean, but, you know, really in the end of the day, you're, you have an, a web application and the way you could, like, say, Lightswitch just completely went away. You'd still have that web application that you yeah. would write, then start writing manually.
0: Uh, well, and, and what he's saying here is, these apps get big. It is so easy to build screens. Yep. It is so and and these this is going to be a user driven app pretty quickly. Oh, you can do that, do this for me. now do this. Now right. do this. They all get big.
2: right. And actually we we today have big, very large mm-hmm. light switch apps. Right. Some customers we talk to have very big apps.
1: So on the trust issue, I'd say kudos for Microsoft for for uh, switching light on light switch to HTML and JavaScript. I'd say that's that's good. That's trustworthy. All right, Beth, what's next for you? Where can we see you? What are you doing?
2: (laughs) I am heading on a very cold... Canadian user group tour. <laughs>
1: are you going to the UP?
2: Uh, I'm uh, flying into Toronto next week and to, I'm doing a bunch of user groups there. California, such
0: wimps. That's a Montreal. cold. Go to Yellowknife. Come on. And if you're the- going to be cold, <laughs> get above the Arctic Circle. We got some real
1: cold.
2: I wanted Canadian Goose to sponsor a jacket for me, but I couldn't get a sponsor. So Let's been, go
1: to the Northwest
0: Territories.
2: i layers. Yeah, you know, so I think
1: you didn't, didn't you do a I, talk at the Northwest Territories? Yes, somewhere? I did a talk
0: in Yellowknife In January
1: You're crazy You asked me to go am I, I, I asked to- you to go And you're question- like no <laughs>
0: i not And it was, it was And it was a warm week When I was there It was only negative 35
1: oh, oh my god. god The
0: week before It had been negative 45 Now is that Fahrenheit That's Well the funny part is Negative that 40 Celsius And Fahrenheit Are the same okay.
1: <laughs> I would it's know just, that That's that, that at stupid that point, American. It's,
0: it's just cold. It's <laughs> just freaking cold Negative 45 You get fun facts Like uh, propane jellies up So you can't pump it Into your house anymore To heat your house So you have to wrap Electric blankets Around your propane tanks
1: Ah, that's awesome. Yeah, but uh, in 35
0: f- they were wearing shorts, t-shirts. I wasn't. Wow. I couldn't even breathe in. <laughs> <laughs> I only live in Vancouver. It's just cold, but you know.
2: See, I'm with the rest of this group okay. here in yeah. San Diego. At I for was San born Diego. in Southern California. I live in Northern California. <laughs> <laughs> California. I think that's cold, because so, yeah. it rains there. You know, so. <laughs> but you're
0: going up to Toronto,
2: Toronto, Ottawa, uh, Montreal, Montreal okay. Vermont. <laughs> I great. include that as which part is Canada. like Canada, almost like yeah. Canada. Right? Okay. Like-
1: yeah, except they have Ben and Jerry's, <laughs> and it'll be and it'll be in December.
2: In December, right? All so third right. to the thirteenth. So nice. going? Should I'm going run. to be at Dev Teach in, in Montreal. All right, right
0: so. jr show. Yep,
2: I'm actually doing a full day class on mastering Light Switch, awesome. and in the end, we're going to build a Windows 8 app too. That's cool. so cool. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, this is great stuff and great news, and man, this just awesome presentation. Beth Massey, ladies and gentlemen, give it up. And we'll see you next time on the tablet show.